Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. And we are deep into the shadow world. And I am drinking red wine because it's winter again. Okay, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that, that path. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is winter again in our city. Snow has descended upon us. That, that classic late March snowstorm. It's April. You're right, it is April. It's late April. That classic late April snowstorm. Yesterday told, it was 20 degrees. Today, snow. I just remember because I was telling, because I remember in March when, when, you know, it was actually quite warm. I was like, well, there's got to be one more. There's always one more. There's always one more. It was a infuriating thing. God, I hate when we talk about the weather, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a infuriating thing is that it did, it did the kind of snow that's, I, that I think is the most annoying, which is the, it's <laughs> plus four and snowing. Yeah, and it's wet and heavy snow, so you don't yeah. brush off your car because you're like, meh, this is like zero snow. It's going to blow off. <laughs> but it doesn't because it it's, doesn't. Su- it's super thick. And then you stop your car and it all slides off your roof onto your windshield. Yeah, you still brush off your window. Always brush off your windows. Always brush off your window. Yeah, but then you're driving and like the top of it just slides back onto your roof. And you're rear- like, I couldn't even reach that like- <laughs> far back. I'm too short. Well, yes, you couldn't. I have that problem. You have that Kevin problem. Kevin does not have that problem. <laughs> In our sibling relationship, Kevin is the Alec. I'm the Jace. Ah, good. Bring it back to Shadowhunters. Kevin's tall and by the books. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, what? In what way? Well, you're tall. Yeah. And by the books. You think I'm by the books. Okay. And I'm short. Yeah. And needlessly confident. Okay, does that make Brian Isabel? Yes, his motivations are unclear. Okay. Brian, who we who you've seen on the podcast, he was the one who made the, the Riverdale timeline for us. <laughs> Which was very thoughtful. Which was very thoughtful and very strange. Uh, he was also on the D&D episode we did. He was on our D&D episode. Uh, so yeah, we're in. We're on the second episode of Shadowhunters. The, the, we've got all the exposition out of the way. Everything's starting to pick up. And the episode is... Full of exposition. Full of exposition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> noteworthy, because this is... Uh, I mean, I, I guess because it's, it's a Netflix show, like the every episode will feel like just another step on the story. Yes, they actually do drive the story forward, but they these sweet characters find out a lot about the world around them in this episode. Yeah, the, the thing that we got from like um, OC, and we got we're getting from Riverdale, uh, and even from Starcross and things like that, is that every episode has to have some like big climatic uh, like. Like there's a full arc, and there's a full arc in this episode as well. But it really but it's a does, small arc. and it really does feel like we're we're going steps down a story. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then we might as well start stepping down this story because we're in Shadow Hunters season one, episode two. The descent into hell isn't easy. Right where we left off. What choice will Clary make? Not being an idiot, she makes the right choice. <laughs> well, she makes the third choice because they really said it was like, is she going to go with Simon? Is she going to go with Jace? And Clary goes, I'll bring Simon with Jace. <laughs> <laughs> so Simon will be there for the rest of the episode. And boy, Simon is annoying this episode. But here's the thing. Simon asks the questions that Clary maybe should have. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that Simon's there and Simon is now the I don't know what's going on person, Clary puts on an air of like 
Geez, Simon, don't you get it? We're shadow hunters. I'm trying to explain this to you. Simon, you don't know what demons are? What about ruins? (laughs) (laughs) Jace just does that pouty lip look and goes, yes. Yeah, she gets it. She's a shadow hunter. I've taught you. She's a a shadow hunter now. Uh, (laughs) So... Grab Simon, brings him inside. And and Simon makes a reference as they enter the Institute, mm. which is like, what, Clary, you're going with this Mick Jagger looking guy? Which is the wildest reference he has ever made, for Jace looks approximately zero like Mick well, Jagger. And also, especially considering the eight, like this 18-year-old boy who only knows Mick, Mick Jagger as a leather bag that hobbles around upon stilts. Like, he doesn't, he, he doesn't know the... Like the young, the young seventies Mick Jagger that all the girls were fawning over. Who also doesn't look like Jace. Who also doesn't look like Jace. Like may, maybe, <laughs> maybe if Alec were here. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could pull it on Alec. Um, anyway, and they go to the institute. Yeah, uh, Jace. Jace has to sort of like deglamorize this for Simon, though he he has to draw like a new rune that I think gives Simon like what what is this rune that he draws? This is unknowable because this rune is painful to him yeah so he chooses i mean i think they're all supposed to be painful but like so he chooses to do this and then he has to hold simon's hand and then that makes the institute appear and look i'm just gonna tell you it's been a while since i read the books but i'm pretty sure that they just have to like invite mundanes in and that like and also mundanes i think can wear like no i'm thinking of a different book never mind the yeah like <laughs> the artemis fowl to... where they wear glasses no fairy ointment which is mm. from the um october day books uh, okay but like I, I i don't understand why a rune on jace does anything to simon well, the problem that that i have there is that so we've been set up that that the and I, I like this magic system the runes do very specific things yes they are this rune heals this rune glamours you. Runes have one specific purpose, and you have to carve them on you permanently. But some of them aren't permanent. There's yeah. permanent rooms, runes and unpermanent ones. Um, so I, I guess this has to be a non-permanent rune because we can save him to do this thing on him. That I guess I thought maybe it temporarily gives Simon the sight. But now that Simon has the sight, he will always have the sight. He will see all mythical creatures. Well, it seems that's why I assume that it's temporary. He, he temporarily has the sight. If I recall correctly, it has something to do with, like, once the barriers are broken. Ah, whatever. We're, broken. we're dwelling on anyway, something that doesn't matter. the barrier matter. is broken, and now Simon yeah. can see the Institute, and he's like, holy crap, they robbed a tech store. <laughs> well, yeah, he also asks, is there a war going on? Which is not the first thought I would have. And uh, Clary says, or no, Jay says, there is now. <laughs> and then Clary says, it's about me. <laughs> going to be, yeah, very foreboding. And then... We get into where Clary is going to explain to Simon (laughs) all these things. Like she has not just discovered this in the past two minutes. Uh, We we learn that obviously the police. Simon is not. God. Clary has a type. (laughs) And that type is men who cannot connect threads or hold on to information. (laughs) Simon, a minute ago, walked in. Into a magic place, a magic place where a guy had to grab his hand and make him see things, and then he sees the police and like, oh my god, the police are gonna find us. Like, what do you think, Jace is gonna do the same thing to them? He doesn't like them, Simon. I mean, he doesn't <laughs> like you either, but he likes Clary. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you got grandfathered in through Clary, uh, but no, they'll, they'll be gone, and then we. And then 
Alec wanders on up and Alec's about this because he is not happy that a mundane is in the Institute. Alec is, God, they keep on saying this, they're like, oh, uh, like, oh, Alec, he's the, uh, you know, he's, he's the hard ass. He's the by the book. He's the one who's, he'll keep on telling us no. He keeps on going along with it and no one ever like convinces him to do it. He's just like, I don't think we should do this. And they're like, I think we should. And then they're just in the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> I can only assume that they just walk away and he's like, oh, shit, I got to follow. <laughs> yeah, that's the only answer I have is that he's just like, well, I can't stop him, but I could be there when it happens at least. <laughs> uh, so we learn um, about, well, we learn, uh, Clary learns, everyone learns about, about the circle. Yes. And we find out that our young shadow hunter heroes don't know what the circle is well, because because ever since <laughs> the war happened yeah this rebellion happened they are it's illegal to talk of, they they Voldemorted the rebellion now i want to put a pin on this yeah just let's remember based on this scene our heroes know absolutely <laughs> nothing about the circle they know that there is a circle and there was a valentine yeah and that's it yeah um so uh, we, you know, we were carrying along with this. Eventually, to get answers, they'll have to go to meet Hodge. Hodge Starkweather, Starkweather who is the Peter Pettigrew of this story, <laughs> except way too hot. Oh, yeah. Um, Hodge is a former Circle member. Uh, he got caught. He got, well, yeah, because the Circle was, it's, it's, so there was a war and the Circle it, uh, the thing is, the circle was not secret. Like, the members of the circle were not a secret. This was an out-and-out -out war. Yeah. It, and Hodge got caught, and his punishment is that he was sent to the New York Institute. Well, no, I think I think they do say he he left the circle. Anyway, Hodge got caught or turned... He he Peter Pettigrewed. Like, he yeah. was just a wimp about everything. Yeah. And so they sent him to the New York Institute, and he is punished to never be able to leave... And also, if he talks about the rebellion, his neck cert his neck rune burns. Yeah, I thought at first that was um like oh it was it's a thing that uh, Valentine did, so the circle members can't snitch on him. No, the the clave the shadow hunters cursed the rune so that if he talked about the circle, like it would burn him. And this is <laughs> very short sighted because yes, it stops him from like causing rebellion. But I kind of think that maybe you should teach your youth about the mistakes of the past, so there's not a second. <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's 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 a very dumb thing for this group to do to essentially just be like, we'll just pretend it never happened. So it what happened was when all of these thirty six year olds were teenagers, they were led by Valentine, who was a very charismatic man, mm. and he hated the downworld and he yeah. hated the accords the accords are a um they're an agreement that shadow hunters don't kill the downworld and the downworld yeah. are for, like for no reason yeah yeah and the downworld are not like the shadow hunters are supposed to fight against demons yeah the downworld is like vampires and werewolves and warlocks and fairies. and fairies so they're not demons yeah but they're like magical folk and warlocks are like the descendants of demons half and, human half demon yeah so they're all kind of mixed up, but the Accords say, no, no, we don't kill Downworlders. We work with them mm. unless they work against us. That's why there's no Accord. Yeah, yeah. But um, Valentine did not agree with that. He wanted to kill all them there, Downworlders, and mm. also he wanted to make the Shadowhunters that didn't agree with him be dead. And Yeah, it, well, this whole thing that, that Hodge, um, I believe, was some stuff that Valentine said, but he also thought that, like, you know, 
he would protect us. And then Valentine, like, didn't protect the circle. Like, he doesn't really... We've seen Valentine. He just kills he, any... Yeah, he doesn't care yeah. about the circle. Valentine uh, wants power is what he wants. Yes. Um. So he's doing this all while being burned. Uh, but, and we also learn that Jocelyn was a member of the circle. Which we know because we saw her neck ruin last episode. Yes. Um, but Clary didn't Clary know didn't that. know. Yeah, so she learns. Uh, now, he says here, this, like, oh, no, it's fine. Valentine died in a fire. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I can't believe anybody in this in this great institution would honestly believe that, that Valentine. Like, there's no way no, anyone, like, this has to be, yeah. like, no one actually believes Valentine's dead, right? No, like, they can't. Yeah, that's such a ridiculous, like, oh, then he died in a fire. We never saw his body. <laughs> like, in a fire, in a fire. That's what, that's how you cover your death. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, while this is going on, we're going to cut back over to the real world, mm. where a warlock is walking along doing some magic on his phone or something I think he just aaron i think he's just texting with the blue the blue nah, lights nah, in his i think hands. he's just texting anyway he's, he's busy listening to music and being on his phone I there's blue i don't think there's blue light in his hands there is um and we learn anyway, he's sexting that you shouldn't be distracted while you're walking because up comes remember when we met those circle members before that yeah, th- we're interviewing luke this is the other one because we saw the other one get killed last yeah, episode but this is a sexy beautiful woman who we yeah. have seen before yes and she gets on up on that warlock and gets all attacky except yeah. <laughs> luke to the rescue yeah, it's just layers of like so she grabs him then luke grabs her and then he runs away <laughs> luke just keeps throwing her against a car he has one move which is boom on the on the roof of the car Boom on the hood of the car. Boom around the side of the hood of the car. He just keeps shifting her <laughs> around the car and hitting her on it. Well, he's got to get her behind that car because he's yeah. going to be like, hey, stop doing circle stuff. Yeah, he's trying to figure out why the circle's going after warlocks now. And then, you know, fight happens. And then and there's then, growling. And, and transformation music. <laughs> well, there's music, Aaron. Uh, it's transformation music. <laughs> Don't spoil it. After learning all this stuff, Clary... Um, Decides that she needs to leave because they they hear that uh what's Valentine's big plan is that he um he wants the mortal cup and the mortal cup can do two things it makes new shadow hunters so yeah. it transform transforms mundanes into shadow hunters but it also can be used to control demons yes and the shadow I mean the mortal cup has not been seen since Valentine died in that fire yeah so did oh whatever um. <laughs> So Clary decides that the only solution to this news is to run into the night. Yeah, I I will leave. As she has done in the past. So she tries to leave, and she has... I feel like there's a rule that at least once per episode, we need a, a scene of stilted expositionary dialogue. <laughs> and this is that scene. Uh, Clary is stopped in the entrance hall by Jace, and she's like... She's like, oh, you don't have emotions. You're a G.I. Joe. And he doesn't know what a G.I. Joe is. And she explains that they don't have emotions, which, hey, G.I. Joes have so many. They care so much about safety. Except for the toys. Is she calling him a no, action she's, figure? No, she's calling him a soldier is the problem. She's calling him a soldier and says soldiers don't understand what it's like to lose someone. Like, cl- Clary! And we will find out later in this episode <laughs> that Clary believes that her dad is a war hero who died in the war. So I don't know why she thinks that soldiers don't have emotions <laughs> well, when her father is a war hero. Well, and also that soldiers have never lost anyone. 
she so yeah so she goes off on this 18 year old speech about how you don't understand me you've never lost anyone like you've never you've never lost your mother and can i just say clary you literally do not know jace yeah you know nothing about this boy (laughs) well and but you have seen like demons and things like that and i think even just a a quick like use of uh I don't know, intuition might posit, hey, probably a lot of these people have lost someone in a war. Hmm, perhaps they're actively fighting in a war <laughs> at all times. Um. Anyway, so, but Jason's like, you're right. I never knew my mother. And we and then, also... And <laughs> pouts at her. And then uh, we also find out some stuff about his dad. Mm-hmm. Who is dead. Yes. Uh, and uh, Jason's like, look, I may be a G.I. Joe, and what being a G.I. Joe has taught me is that you have to have a plan. You can't just go running into the night. So, <laughs> Clary tries to come up with a plan, but it's hard because her mind has all these holes in it. She keeps trying to think about a mortal cup, yeah. but she just sees darkness. So, as Jace being on the ball is like, oh, your memories were wiped. and That could only be done by a warlock. warlock. Then- you don't know a warlock. <laughs> Dot Dot Cap put me through a, through through a, a portal. No, she does not figure it out because Dot put her through right. a portal. She figures it out because Dot's hands bl- Glow, glowed purple well- when she put her through a portal. <laughs> right, the that's bo- how she knows she's a the warlock. Portal could mean anything. I wanted <laughs> I wanted to give you Aaron a quick a quick trip into the land of watching this uh, episode with uh, subtitles on. Portals capitalized. Yeah. Capital P portal. Yeah, because yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. It's trademarked. Trademarked to Magnus <laughs> Tra- and Henry. Trademark portal. Uh, <laughs> so, the, okay, we got to find Dot. We got to have a quick moment from Jace being the, the doubting man. He's like, well, what if she's working for Valentine? And then Clary's like, even better, because then we'll know where Valentine is. <laughs> now who knows strategy, Jace? Clary. <laughs> like, like, also, that would be weird because dot's been there your entire life and valentine's been looking for her your entire entire life life. okay moving on no one's making a compelling argument for anything because we got to go on over to luke and it turns out that jocelyn's magical fire didn't do a great job (laughs) yeah claire clary still has a lot of stuff most of her possessions are still there and luke is putting them in a box yeah he also has the tarot cards that. Just that dot, dot had. Yeah, he holds them up, and you the the top one has a cup on it. It's like, oh, mortal cup. Ooh, Ooh. symbolism. Symbolism. <laughs> but I don't know why those are in her room. Um. Anyway, speaking of dot, in comes dot, and this time it's not a shapeshifter. It's a completely alive, super functional dot who yeah. even says, "I got pushed out of a window. That sucked." <laughs> yeah, it took me a long time to get back because I was pushed at. We saw her blood stain. It just took her yeah. a long time to heal. Um, <laughs> she will just be. She's going around this town a lot. She's going everywhere. She's portaling all over the place. So, um, they, uh, she, she, Luke now learns that Clary was sent to the police station, but he didn't see her. And then Luke is taking the stuff, and this very well done in this scene. This simmering like Dot and Luke don't trust each don't, other. Don't like each other. <laughs> So Luke is going to take those things so no one can track Clary, mm-hmm. including Dot. Yeah. So he's going to take them to the police station, and Dot's going to go see Magnus. Magnus will help. I'm going to go see a human being who's called Magnus Bane. I mean, Luke knows that Magnus is a warlock. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but just hearing someone say, I'm going to go see Magnus Bane. It's like, no, you're not. 
I mean, he picked the name he you, picked, Kevin. You're going to see a stage magician in Las Vegas? I mean, no. You're going to see a stage ma- magician in Reno. He knows what he did. We've, um, Simon was hanging out with Claire, sorry, Simon was hanging out with Isabel while mm-hmm. Clary and Jace went to go talk to Hodge. Yeah. And Isabel makes Simon some crispy oatmeal. Yeah, Simon can't, Jesus is very, very gross. I don't know what the, because he's treating it like it's like, oh, this is the only food we eat here. Oh, gruel. And it's like, what? but she made it for him. <laughs> what is this? Why is this gross food? Fun fact. Yeah. Isabel is terrible at cooking. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. She likes to mix together recipes, but doesn't know, like, the base right. components of cooking. <laughs> so, so anyway. <laughs> this scene is for Simon to learn about, like, what is the effect? It's It's such foreshadowing to I don't know what. But, like, he learns that if you put runes on a human, they'll either die or become something called a forsaken. Which is true. Mm -hmm. Which, again, is why when last episode, Alec was like, Jace, why did you bring a mundane to the Institute? Jace did not just point at Clary's neck. Just gesture vaguely into the entire area. Like, look at that rune. Look at her not being a forsaken. Simon does bring up, but... Clary has a ruin on her neck, and Izzy's like, Jace knows everything. <laughs> yeah, Simon's at least able to, like, connect to this. He gets very upset. He's like, so Jace knew she was a shadow hunter. And Izzy's like, he's very smart. Probably. <laughs> Probably, I assume he did. And then he wants to go rush out and Do take s- Clary God, away. God, Simon is so infuriating. His plan is, his only plan is Clary, let's leave. No matter what's going on, he doesn't grasp any situation. He's always like, Clary... This is like he's he feels like a boyfriend at a party he doesn't want to be at. Clary, let's just go home. This your friends kind of suck. Yeah, like uh, this. I, I don't think I'm having fun. Let's let's go home and we can play Mario Party. I don't know. Is like, my mom's been kidnapped? <laughs> These people have magical powers. Yeah, the, the fact that Simon, huge nerd, is not like wait magic. It's real? Like in Lord of the Rings? Tell me about your magic system. How does it work? What are the rules? <laughs> like, not like in Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings barely has magic. <laughs> Accurate. Hobbits don't have magic. No, no. Other than the magic of heart. <laughs> so, uh, he does get flirted at. Man, he is so he is so devoted to Clary in a way that's infuriating with the fact that Isabel seems very interested in him. And, like, genuinely so. Genuine, like... <laughs> Like, she really just wants to hang out with him and feed him her disgusting, crispy oatmeal. And he's like, no, Clary's in danger. He is, she's in danger. Now, to be fair, Isabel does conclude the scene by being like, Jace is the best person who has ever, ever. He's so strong and smart and he smells good and he fights real hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that pretty much is how it finishes up. Um all right, we we get a sort of this like quick sequence here. Jace is looking for Joss, like he like Google's Jocelyn Frey, but it's restricted. Yeah, because circle things. Yeah, um, then it's juxtaposed to Valentine just watching Jocelyn magic sleep, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to Luke. Yeah, who talks to to his captain about the fact that Clary was in the, which is something he already knew. But I think now, now so it, well, when he it, talked it, to Dot, he was like, oh, my God, did Claire get lost in a portal? Yeah. And now he's like, oh, no, she got to here. Yeah. And it confirms that, like, okay, so Dot was telling the truth. Now, I think the episode thinks it's, like, making Luke seem mysterious. Like, <laughs> is he trying to find Clary for nefarious reasons? <laughs> the problem is that, like... He's I, not. He, well, and 
the, like the only thing we know about Luke is that Jocelyn, who has been up until this point been portrayed like somewhat misguided, but like overall a, a good, good person. And we've seen Luke pop up a lot of times being like, you got to tell like Luke, Luke is supposed to be seen as the voice of reason. When Jocelyn makes bad decisions. I don't have a real reason to distrust him other than I don't really know what's going on with him. And I mean, I have always been spoiled because I read the books before I watched the mm. show. So I know Luke's vibe. But like, like they're I never... not doing a good job of giving him like a what are his motivations vibe. Can can we trust Harvey Dent? Uh, Clary gets a little bit more close from Isabel. She changes out of her BDSM schoolgirl. And now she's wearing just like a normal tank top and some jeans. Which and she's like, so... why is this so revealing? Which still makes her feel uncomfortable. I think she meant tight. I think what she shows that, do you have anything that's less tight? Fair. Because she is wearing very tight clothes and very high heels. And so she uses this scene as a method to get more information about Jace. Essentially, yeah. hey, you and Jace hook up. Yeah, it was, it's 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 kind of a, <laughs> this episode doesn't really pass the Bechdel test. So um, this is, again, kind of an exposition scene. Yeah. We find out that Jace came to live with Izzy and Alec when he was 10. Yep. Um, they have been raised as siblings. They've trained together. They fought together. Isabel There's... has no romantic feelings towards him because he's her brother. And then she gives Clary a much needed pep talk, <laughs> which is like, hey, I know this is scary, but you've got a rune on your neck. You're a shadow hunter. Hey, you're a magic person. Consider Don't worry. That. Consider how magic you are. Uh, and <laughs> she, goes, she calls Simon nerd hot. I'm like, no, Simon's regular hot. No, here's the thing. Simon has not taken his shirt off in front of oh, Isabel. That is true. Isabel hasn't seen the insane abs. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. Which means that she likes him for his heart, not, not for his stomach. <laughs> well, she can't like him for his stomach. She will destroy his stomach. <laughs> They're terrible cooking. Um, I don't know why we have this. We cut back and Lucas just sort of asks his partner to look for... Um, Simon, because... Simon is the key to finding Clary. Because <laughs> wherever Clary goes, Simon follows, which is true. This is why the scene is going on. We're supposed to know that Luke has a connection with his partner that's not just on the police level. Because he can't confide in his captain that Clary's missing, but his partner... Ooh. I'm more of an, I don't know why this is separate from the other scene. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this feeling like is going to carry on directly from where it's captain. Because he's in the same room. <laughs> anyway, uh, Simon... Wants to leave. <sighs> But yeah. he doesn't know how to kill demons. And you know who does know how to kill demons? The people with all the weapons in the, hidden in the walls. However, Alec does not approve. No. No. The, <laughs> I guess he went and told the grown-ups what was going on. Yeah. So th so they're going to send some Seelie, so fairies. To go look for Valentine. To go look for Valentine. Great work, Shadowhunters. Way to pass the buck. <laughs> how lazy. I mean, I I assume the uh, the reason why is because fairies are a lot better at finding things. Probably, like just from my knowledge of fairies and a lot of stuff, they usually have like secret passages that they can go through. But uh, Shadowhunters can't even can't even go through portals. Only warlocks can make portals. And Henry Fairchild, Henry Branwell, also known as Henry Fairchild. Yeah. Okay. He invented portals. Yeah, but he's not a person in this uh, no, thing. No, he's, he's from Victorian times. <laughs> yeah. Although That'd be infuriating to hear. It's like, oh, we can't go anywhere. Harry Fairchild could go somewhere. Is he around? No, he's from Victorian era. Stop bringing him up. 
Although I wonder what happened to it, because he made a portal that they could just, like, turn on with a button. I wonder where it went. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Claire, so they're... They're, they're just supposed to wait. The little girl yeah. is supposed to stay at the Institute. <laughs> yeah. Which what? is an apt descriptor, descriptor of Clary. Yeah. Um, then he's like, no, I can't. We'll have to find you know, Dot somehow. And then she touches her necklace and goes, <gasps> and has a vision of Dot running into a <laughs> pandemonium. And I feel like more questions should have been asked to her at this moment. Yeah. Like, wait, how do you know where she is? Why is your necklace magic? Moving forward, she will say things. That she could have no knowledge of. Like, she'll be like, she was here. She was taken. She's being attacked right now. And they're all like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. These sweet dummies are not suspicious enough. <laughs> One of them is supposed to be like this by the book. Why isn't he intentionally like, how do you know these things? Well, because she's just going to leave. She's just going to leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, once again, nobody convinces Alec, no, we actually have to go on this mission. Clary literally just walks out yeah. of the building. Clary has a vision <laughs> and then leaves, and they'll be together next time. Meanwhile, over at Pandemonium, which every time we see it, the lights on the sign will flicker, so it just says demon. Thanks. Nice. Show. Very good. Does Magnus own Pandemonium? He yeah. Okay. Last episode, he kicked the circle out because he was like, hey, get out of my club. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so he's evacuating some warlocks because Valentine, the reason why <laughs> Luke doesn't know this, now we know it. The reason why Valentine's going after warlocks is because he knows a warlock made the potion that turned Jocelyn into sleeping hovering beauty. And he's killing some warlocks. So Magnus is sending mm. them to elsewhere. somewhere. Elsewhere. I assume the spiral labyrinth, but they will not explain that. I have no idea what that is. Warlock place. Do, yeah, do not explain it to me. Uh, <laughs> so Dot is like, no, I can't go. So she just turns around and runs back out the way she came. Well, she does say, Magnus, please help me find Clary. And he's like, nope. Oh, she says, I'm running low on magic, which implies to me that like, so warlocks have some sort of internal gas. It's like when system. you literally run for too long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to eat a banana and stretch her calves. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, piecing together the world building here. Anyway, she leaves and gets attacked, which Clary, who's, like, leading the pack. And they're, like, really close. Yeah, touches her necklace again and sees it. And so she goes running over to Pandemonium, but, oh my goodness, Dot is gone. And Magnus and all the warlocks are gone. And then Clary explains exactly what happened in her vision, which is basically that lackey number one jumped Dot. Yeah. And at no point does anyone go, wait, how do you know this? Instead, Alex says... Pandemonium's not safe. And then Jay says, I know someone who knows memories. And you're like, how did the conversation even get here? What's going on? Also, I'm going to say, Pandemonium looks very safe, it's, honestly. It's super empty because it's very empty. bright. <laughs> very bright. There are no shadows in that room. But um, if they can't get Dot or any of the warlocks to, uh, to clear her memories, they could always go to the Silent Brothers. Who are super shadow hunters. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're in the City of Bones, which you might remember is the title of the movie and the first book. So, there's that name drop. But actually, it's called the Silent City. The City of Bones is just a more dramatic nickname. <laughs> but they will only ever refer to it as the City of Bones. Because they need to freak Simon out. Yeah. Speaking uh, of Simon, he drives them in his van <laughs> to, you know, a, to an o overpass. Yeah, to a creepy overpass, a creepy-ass bridge. And they all, you know, tumble out of that van, and then 
Jace and Alec need to go check out to make sure it's safe, and they will walk approximately <laughs> seven steps away. Well, okay. Here's here's what I love about here's what I'm going to give to Jace. Jace is hilariously like infuriated that Simon is there. Like Alec is outwardly, but Jace will just do these little things. Like when they were back at the institute, when the they were just walking through the training room, like like okay, we're gonna have to go talk to someone about the circle, and he's gonna go talk to Hodge. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Simon is behind him. He just turns like I was like, no, if you step foot into that training room there are runes they'll are, make you die so powerful they'll kill you immediately and he says it with such conviction that i was like oh okay i guess that's a thing but then later simon's just he's just standing in the training room talking to clary and didn't even comprehend that also why would they make a training room with ruins that would kill mundanes when the entire institute <laughs> is glamored against mundanes yeah uh, so I love that. At a certain point, Simon does go like, well, wait, were you lying about that? Jace loves to lie. Uh, so in this one, I have to imagine Jace was like, we're going to go ahead and scout. They take three steps and they're like, all right, we got to talk about this Simon situation. <laughs> and Alec is essentially like, why are these people here, Jace? And meanwhile, Simon's like, Clary, why are we, do why are we doing this again? Let let's go home. Let's just, let's just go home. And Jace is like, <sighs> Valentine has come back and her mom is missing and our job as shadow hunters is to stop war. Yeah. So we should definitely try to stop this war, Alec. <laughs> I I do appreciate that I do get where Alec is coming from because he just outright doesn't believe any of this. No, he and he's like the the clave is you know, dealing with this. The institution we work for. Yeah. He he believes in the clave. The the clave is dealing with the problem. Not 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 that he doesn't think this is important. He doesn't understand why they're doing it. Alec has done the thing that we wish all teenagers would do in these shows. <laughs> he told a grown-up. Told an authority figure, yeah. Um <laughs> So in the Simon and Clary conversation, well Simon's being like, well, let's just let's just leave. Let's go home. Clary's like, man. I wish my mom had told me about the shadow world. I always felt like something's missing. And that one line there sent shivers through every high school student who read this book. That's the most YA line I have ever heard. And don't get me wrong. It's blessed. Oh, it's it's perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect YA line of, I always felt like something's missing. And turns out that missing piece is that I am a shadow hunter, god, killer of men, Assassin. I am, I am somehow the most important shadow hunter that has ever been, and I don't know exactly the details yet, but I will. Blessed. Perfect. Perfect YA. So now, because she said that with such conviction, Simon's like, all right, fine. He, okay, because they're not dating, he feels so weird. <laughs> like I know, her. if he was her boyfriend, I mean, he is her best friend. He wants to protect her. Oh, yeah, as they said earlier, he's like, I'm her friend. And this Carrie goes, best friend. <laughs> And you can see just the nail get driven deep into his heart. He's like, yeah, best friend. <laughs> Meanwhile, while these sweet dummies think they're having conversations, but are really just talking to the wind, yeah. Valentine is also busy talking. Over in Chernobyl, he is taunting Dot for not helping him wake Jocelyn up. How do they get to Chernobyl? <laughs> It does seem that somehow the members of the circle can portal. Yeah, because they're in Chernobyl. And I, 
Well, we know that Valentine likes to harness the powers of demons. Like, like he's got to have a warlock somewhere that he's doing, like... I mean, he has all of those cages. So, at least one that's probably a warlock, and he's like, make a portal. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he's taunting Dodd, and she's like, well, I don't know who made Jocelyn fall asleep. And to be fair, I've seen this episode before, but I, I forgot. I kind of thought she was going to blame Magnus. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. I think that would be a good good way to cast the... Oh, no, it's Magnus. Uh, I don't know where he is. Don't know where he is. Anyway, so first, uh, Valentine bargains, and then he just injects her with his, the, the injection fluid. things he does. He injects a lot of people with this fluid, and I'm not sure the entire point of it. And it also reacts differently with everyone he injects it with. Yeah, it doesn't seem to affect Dot all that much, honestly. It just kind of makes her stop arguing with we, him for we, a time. We, we're going to come back to Dot later, and... She'll be fine. Yeah, 100% I, I fine. I almost thought, like, what was happening there was a hallucination that she was having, because she was injected. Mm. Mm. So, back at the old overpass, mm-hmm. Jace is explaining a little bit more about the, sha- the Silent Brothers to Clary, and he explains they're going to walk into the City of Bones, mm-hmm. and they'll use the Soul Sword... To carve the truth from her mind. Whatever that means. It will hurt... So if it, when he explains it, it sounds like what they're going to use what is effectively an interrogation device, but use it to to instead get memories. It'd be like if someone you put someone into a polygraph device and they're and they kept on like lying until the truth came out. I guess now I have a which is not how a polygraph lot device of works. Questions about the Silent Brothers. Yeah. So I guess you can just walk into their home and they'll just do what you want. <laughs> well, so he does. Well, I I, th- I think the idea is that they are telepaths. That's what he. That's what I'm. Um, Jason's they are telepaths. Well, so it seems like they probably know. Like if you walk in there, they've already decided whether or not they're going to help you. So they communicate through thoughts, mm-hmm. and we will see them very soon. So I'm just going to spoil this now. Yeah. All their eyes are all sewed up, and their mouth is all sewed up, yeah. and they've done a very shoddy job of that sewing. <laughs> and they have like special ruins that other shadow hunters can't access on like their cheeks and their forehead. Yeah. But, like, they're not intrinsically empaths. Like, they don't know what you're feeling, and they only know your thoughts if you choose to talk to them. Well, but when they walk in, there's a rune on the ground. There's a rune of clairvoyance, which will allow them to see, which clairvoyance is the idea of being able to see things without being there. So, I, I know, I, when when you say that they, can, that they can talk through thoughts, I'm willing to believe that, like, they are, like, they're so mysterious and weird that I'm like, yeah, probably you come in, they've, like, read your mind, uh, or they've sensed what you're doing, and so they've already made the decision, am I going to help you or not? So when you walk into their area, they're like, either either they're going to appear and do the soul sword thing, or they're just never going to show up because they've already decided, nah. It's just strange. Like, the, the way that the Silent Brothers exist in the TV show is real weird. <laughs> well, that's, well, Aaron, maybe you shouldn't read books. <laughs> Meanwhile, Simon... Wants to go to the City of Bones yeah. because he knows that if he's left behind, he's going to be super murdered. Say, meanwhile, like we went to a different location. <laughs> it's the same place. Yeah, but we just like remember how before when Alec and Jace stepped three steps forward and they couldn't hear each other's conversations. Okay, fair enough. The same thing happened. Um, so yeah, so Simon now because he's he's he figured out that Jace. You're just pretty sure Jace tricked him up about the um the train room. He's like, I'm going to go in the City of Bones. And they're like, No, no, no. And this time, all of them, not just Jace, like, No, no, no. If you go in there, you'll die. Isabel's going to stay out with him, and Alec's just not going to go in. Alec refuses to be involved in this situation. Yeah. So he's going to go stand 
at the perimeter, which mostly means he's going to go stand up there and sulk. <laughs> oh, until, he's sta- until he's standing next to Isabel and they're both watching uh, Simon. But Chase and Claire go in. So um, back at the police station, Luke's captain kind of confronts him again, being yeah. like, how come all these mysterious <laughs> murder things keep happening? Well, well, Look at this car. Well, both the witnesses that came to see him are, are dead. dead now. <laughs> And look at that car. Yeah. It's got it's got a big old scratch mark down it. Uh, and looks like, well, they were witnesses, yeah. so it would make sense that they would be targets. <laughs> it seems like the demonic killers have killed them. But I think this was implying, like, oh, maybe the captain doesn't trust him fully. But that feels like that would come out of nowhere, because what he's saying makes a lot of sense. These are witnesses to a serial killer. The serial killer serial killed them. Now, to be fair... Not in the same way as the others. Like one of them was would be have been stabbed in the chest, and then the other one was been shredded. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he he gets a quick warning from his partner. Also, like, hey, weren't you supposed to stay under the radar? And looks like I am. <laughs> I'm trying. Can we also point out that this desk he's currently sitting at is not his desk went from the first episode. The first episode, he's in this big open area, and now he's essentially in the breaking news room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know if he got moved between that last... Or the place where he was last time was not his office. This is why I'm saying, get out of my office. I love when he slapped that guy's head. <laughs> he, we didn't mention this last episode. He's, like, the guy's like, hey, you tell us what you want to know. And he slaps his hand and points back at him and then looks at him like he doesn't know what he's going to say. He's like, hey, uh, get out of my office. <laughs> get out of this large open space like, we're in. He didn't have a comeback. Um, I think really what it is is that the show had to switch sets between the pilot and <laughs> now. Now, in this scene, there are a couple of illusions being like, oh, you know, the people who are in charge of us don't want you to do this. Yeah. like So, so they're implying that Luke has other um, uh, loyalties. Respons- yeah, loyalties, responsibilities to a different group, which he, he has also implied in the... Um, in the pilot, he said that his people also yes. would want the Mortal Cup. Yeah, so mm, something going on there. Mm. So, Clary and Jace are on the path to the City of Bones, Mm -hmm. and he pulls up Witchlight and explains that... Which is a a glowing rock. Better than a flashlight. Mm -hmm. No, cooler than a flashlight. I'll tell you this, it is not better than a flashlight. It's equal to a lantern. Basically the same. (laughs) But he does do something that I want to bring a little attention to. When he explains the Witchlight, it's like, we carry it to remind us that light can be found in the dark. By that I mean it's a flashlight. And, and, and he, he says a joke, he says it jokingly, because I have to imagine, like, the higher-ups, all these pomps and, pomp and, cir- pomps, pomp and circumstance, um, uh, like, clave members are like, you now you carry this, and with it may you always know that light can be found in the dark. And Jake's like, it's a flashlight? What? <laughs> What? Like, well, we know it's a flashlight, but it's cooler when we say it like that. Jonathan Shadowhunter had one of these, <laughs> and when he first got the three mortal instruments, he carried uh, uh, the witch light. Okay, I get it. I get it. I'll yeah, take I've I'll, read the history book. I'll take care of the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> so he explains a little bit more about Shadowhunter mythology. Mm-hmm. We see, I think, a statue of Jonathan Shadowhunter, and he's like, know. look, that's the mortal cup. We and- see a statue. And then they read the Shadow Hunter motto, which Jace says, we look better in black than the widows of our enemies. Fun. Jace is a fun guy. But actually, it has to do with the descent into hell. Yeah. It's easier easy for, for Shadow it's Hunters. Easier for Shadow Hunters. Which doesn't make sense, because Shadow Hunters, full of angelic blood. Well, I but I think that's, 
well, yes, but Aaron, the the first demons in Christianity were fallen angels. So are they saying that Shadowhunters could fall at any time? What does this motto mean, Kevin? <laughs> Let's get into the philosophy of the Shadowhunters. No, I think we should move on to where Clary uh, starts apolo- like apologizing. Like, I didn't know that your mom, <laughs> that uh, you didn't know your mom. It's like, oh, no, my dad also died. She went, oh, my God. Like, don't worry. I don't have feelings. Everyone's past is sad. <laughs> like, Clary's like, you don't get me. And then she's like, oh, oh. Now, <laughs> also in this scene, Jace will say... That his father was in the circle. He tried to leave and was killed. When Jace was 10. He was 10. So, remember when we said that, like, no one knew anything about the circle and you couldn't discuss the war? And, Mm -hmm. like, when Valentine died 18 years ago, that was the end of all of this? Yeah. How does Jace know that his father was killed when he was 10 because he tried to leave the circle and see see the point? Because that would have been eight years ago. Yeah. Eight years assuming after Jason, the end of the war. 18? Even if he's like 19, like, they're approximately the same age. It's still it, almost well, a decade after the war ended. Yeah, it seems to me that, well, yeah, because 10. Um, it's, yeah, it seems to me that, like, the idea there would be that his dad, like, because the circle is still around. Magnus is like, hey, no, no circle in here. So there's, like, the remnants there. So I guess he tried to leave the remnants. So Jace's dad was a circle member through you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it doesn't... It's incorrect. Work. All right, well, they enter into the City of Bones, holding hands, eyes forward. And then out from the walls <laughs> appear the Silent Brothers. Yeah, they're, uh, they're real creepy. They they're ex- all there. Yep, they explain to her uh, through her mind that if she's not strong enough, the Soul Sword will kill her. But her flashbacks of people telling her that she's special convince her that she can do it. I, I wish she had flashbacks to tell her she was strong. Because <laughs> they're all just like, you're important. Her mom says she's stronger than she knows That's she right. is. That's right, good, yeah. yeah good really, we just need Jocelyn's. Yeah. I don't need the rest of them. I don't need to see Simon. I don't care about Simon. Simon doesn't even believe in demons, it seems like. Simon talks from his dick. I don't need to hear him. Or is he being like... You are a shadow hunter. <laughs> I don't know who. <laughs> Wait, it, and Izzy's thing isn't even just like I believe in you. It's just like no, factually, you are a shadow hunter. It would be like if you had a flashback and someone's like, "Your hair is so red," and she's like, "I can do this." You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so she's gonna stand. Uh, she's gonna do with all this. We gotta go outside though, the city of bones, where Simon is so nervous, and when he's nervous, he talks a lot, and Alec. Does not care for that. Yeah, mostly this is a scene of Isabel and Alec kind of taunting Simon until Simon reveals that he's in a band and Isabel's like, oh. Isabel genuinely likes that and genuinely wants to hear his music. <laughs> she also might genuinely want to get laid a little bit tonight. Uh, true. It's, it's hard to, it's, Isabel is hard to read because she's so um, uh, flipping about a lot of things in a good way. Um, like, She's leaving with Simon, and Alec is like, uh, is like bugs, like you know, it's like, do you really have to do this? Which clearly they're implying like she's going to go sleep with Simon yeah. in the in the van, which she might do, <laughs> and she and she does. She just feels like, oh, we you know, pass the time because she, she likes to bother people, so it's yeah. kind of something hard to read her. So she's definitely trying to bother Alec, but I think she also like genuinely wants to listen to his music and yeah. it's just like a bonus that it's in the van yeah she does seem like she she finds the outer world a lot more fun than alec and jace do mm-hmm. um but noteworthy as soon as there's like a noise around the van 
all business. Like, yeah. oh, she is, she is a shadow yeah, hunter. Yeah, instantly, which I think is great. She doesn't continue on with the like, oh no, don't worry about. No, she's all business. Like, holy shit, stay in the yeah, van. Stay in the van. Lock the door. But unfortunately, Simon is grabbed by some long fingernailed hands in the in the van. The bad guy was calling from inside oh, the van. Inside the van. Back in the city of bones, the soul sword hovers magically in the air and touches Clary's forehead. Very, like, Damascus blade-y. I don't know. So it touches her head, and she fl- This makes no sense. Okay, you had your part. This is my part that makes no sense to me, which I think you also probably agree makes no sense to you. <laughs> she flashes back to when she's in bed. She's maybe 15? I think she is 16. There's something in the scene that made me go, ah, she's 16. <laughs> and I can't remember exactly she's got what a, it was. She, she's got a, an NSYNC poster on her wall. I know that is 2010. <laughs> but she's got an instinct poster on her wall. And she's talking to Simon on the phone, and then she hears oh, yeah. her mom outside it's, of her room. It's the middle of the night. She should be asleep. And she's talking to a Simon. Hmm. Clary, <laughs> queen of mixed signals. Well, well, at this point, it feels like Clary has feelings for Simon that she just, like, doesn't grasp onto. Also, I don't quite comprehend, to be fair, like... <laughs> Why are they not, like, instant messaging on her laptop or, like, texting each other? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It was 2010. Yeah, so she's on her phone talking to him, but then she hears noises and hangs up. And then it's just Jocelyn and Luke just, like, come and stand in front of her. Watching her sleep. And yeah. Jocelyn's like, she's having memories of shadow hunter things. And Luke's like, you have, you have to tell her. She has to know she's a shadow hunter. And Jocelyn's like, no, she can't know that. Because if she knows she's a shadow hunter, then she'll know that Valentine is her father. Boom, big thing. And I, I promise, yes, we care about that. Uh Do what, we? <laughs> what I immediately was was like, like, wait a second, wait. Didn't last like she was attacked by the monster. She had to go to Magnus to get her mind cleaned. Are these memories hidden? Or like did Magnus put like a tag in her mind that any memory tagged with Shadow Hunter gets suppressed? So Or like or did 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 Jocelyn My understanding then... <laughs> is she's had to go to Magnus for like um, like tune-ups. Well, yeah, it's, it's like maintaining your car. Yeah, what I was trying to figure out here is like, okay, well, so are they targeting specific memories, or did Magnus be like, all right, I'm going to do a search through your brain for anything with Shadowhunter? Didn't catch this one. Well, well, no, because this is pulled out. She did not know this before. But this, this is this is the only memory they're able to get. So I think it was not removed. But then why? No, but then she should remember this, like. Like she she heard her parent and Luke say Shadow Hunter, her father is Valentine. And even if she doesn't know who Valentine is, she heard her father's name and the word and she is a shadow hunter. The fact that she would that would not come up under any I'm at, that was three years ago. Yeah, it was three years ago. And it meant nothing to her at the time. She was probably, at the time, was like, hmm. I don't know. If I saw my my mom and my surrogate dad saying, we'd be like, you got to tell her the truth. She is a shadow hunter. I'd be like, I should probably figure out what that is. I. But the thing, I mean, no, no, because there's, because, like, unless we logically assume that she overheard that, confronted her mom the next day, and then yeah. her mom rushed her back to Magnus. Th- that's what I'm assuming. Like, 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 this 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 memory had to have been something but, that that Jocelyn had either either they they immediately looked down and realized, oh, her eyes are open. <laughs> but then, why is this the only memory the Soul Sword can get? Well, Aaron, plot reasons. It's because it advances the plot. Honestly, yeah. It, We'll talk about this, because this makes absolutely 
no sense on any level of anything. I think it makes sense. All right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it makes sense in it being pulled out. It doesn't make sense in my mind of why it's hidden. Anyway, we got to go back to Chernobyl. And I'm so infuriated because this is the only scene we get with the establishing shot that I love of just a plant and the word Chernobyl. Which it really should do any time before should, we see Valentine. It should every single time we go, we go to that weird bunker. We need to know it's in Chernobyl. So Dot magics herself out of all of her locks, the locks mm-hmm. around her wrists, the locks on the cage, which are a little bit harder. And I thought this was a hallucination. And then she goes on over to Jocelyn and is like, hey, I know the truth. You can hear everything that's going on right now. Let me tell you that Clary's okay. Which this, this potion sucks. Yeah, that's it, a bad state to it, be in. It puts you in a waking like nightmare. You cannot move, but you are so aware of everyone around you. God, just let the time pass. Just let me wake up when it's done. Don't be sleeping beauty watching the ages go by because she has no indication this will ever end. So this is interrupted by lackey number one, classic lackey number one, Mm -hmm. coming in and attacking Dot again as he is wont to do. Now, fortunately for Dot, he does like slam her onto the experiment table, which has one of the many, many syringes. So she does a little injection in him. No, she doesn't. She stabs him. Valentine comes in later and he injects him. I thought she did a bit and then like got distracted, but I did know that Valentine did all of the injections. No, she just stabs him in the neck and then Valentine's like, well, it's already in there, I guess. Let's see what happens. Thanks for your sacrifice. Woo! (laughs) Like... He's definitely doing experiments, injecting people with, like, different concoctions, I imagine. But I don't think he was meaning to do that to the circle members. I don't think he was. And I think the lackey probably maybe could have survived if he... You know, so he's like, eh, it's, it's already in there. It just feels like, you know, let's see what happens and pushes it in. And then he says a really obvious supervillain thing to Dot, being like, <laughs> I was never going to let you go. And Valentine, I don't think Dot thought that you were going to let her go. No, she didn't. She said it earlier that like when she Dot's knows like, she's captured. Yeah, Dot was. He, yeah, he was like, oh yeah, no. If you tell me where to go, I'll let you go. And she's like, no, you're not. What? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I wasn't going. You're to. right. I wasn't going to. I would be like, yeah, that's what I said. That's why I escaped. I said you weren't going to let. This isn't cool, man. And then he pulls out a seraphim dagger, and I guess he's going to kill her. Which seems wasteful. <laughs> So um, Jace uh, passes on the information that Valentine is uh, is her, her uh, Clary's father to and then Alec. Alec makes the reasonable assumption: Oh my God, she could be a spy. We didn't even know that Valentine had a daughter. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's super reasonable, just based on the fact that they didn't know Valentine had a daughter. So why would Clary present the information? I am Valentine's daughter to them. I mean, you know, she gains their trust, and then she makes them think: Oh my God, I'm escaping my father. It would, it, this is a real YA supervillain yeah, plot. It would be it would be a while. Like here's the, I'm not saying it's impossible, and Alec could be suspicious for a little while. But yeah, that is a that is a hail mary plot of like, hey, I'm Valentine's daughter. Trust me. I mean, I'm just gonna tell you. I think that Alec has been reading a lot of YA novels. <laughs> he knows how all those daughters of supervillains work. Yeah, no, Alex on the ball. Alex knows what's going on. Clary responds by being like, why would I make all of these terrible things happen to me if I was a spy? <laughs> and Alec is like... To engender trust and... Okay. Anyway, Simon is missing. Uh, Izzy is very upset. upset. Yeah, and it turns out who who are described in the scene as the night children 
are dangling him by a leg off the overpass. That is what the vampires call themselves. And as they explain that, like, so Jace, Jace I think, is going to go get him, which is weird. Um, but they're like, oh, no, we can't do anything. They haven't broken any of the accords. I'm like, really? They really? definitely just kidnapped a mundane, Alec. I, I feel like, like, it sounds to me like these accords suck. I guess, Like, though, hostage taking isn't in the accords? He's been kidnapped, but not injured? They, they say that, like, like, we're making a deal. Um, You bring us the mortal cup, or else we'll kill him. I'm like, that has to be against the accords. And then Clary, <laughs> I mean, there's no time for it, but Clary does not go, wait a second. They're confronting <laughs> me with the same thing that Luke was confronted with. Maybe that's why he lied. <laughs> He's like, no, no one can be trusted. I'm going to let them know that I care deeply about Simon. They have exactly the thing I want. So this is how you put the gears to me, <laughs> Clary Fairchild. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then they're gone. And that's that's the episode. Kevin, I have a fun fact about the Shadowhunters. Oh, no. So, let me tell you about the Soul Sword, okay. also known as the Mortal Sword, which okay. is one of the three mortal instruments that the Angel Raziel gave to Jonathan Shadowhunter, the first Shadowhunter. Yeah, the Mortal Cup, the Mortal Sword, the Mortal Easy Bake Oven. It's a mirror. Easy Bake Oven. It's a mirror. No, I'm hearing you. Easy Bake Oven. They're the same. They yeah. both use mirrors to make things happen. Yeah. <laughs> the, the mortal light. The mortal low wattage light bulb. So um, the soul sword was never going to work to get Clary's memories. Interesting. Here's the thing with the soul sword. Its job is to compel you to tell the truth. That is its only job. And it actually cannot make you tell the truth if you don't have a memory to support that. <laughs> so if, in fact, you let a bunch of shadow hunters out on a mission and they all died because you were too drunk to give them efficient measures. Yeah. And then you don't know what happened because you were too drunk while you were on the mission. Yeah. The soul sword can't get the information about what happened on the mission out of you because you don't remember because you were too drunk. So it is a real fancy. So I was right. It is a real fancy polygraph test. Yeah. It's, it's actually Jace's entire thought process there was like, well... You can't lie while the sword's on you, so technically, you can't hide hidden memories. And then I can only assume that the Silent Brothers just decided to punk Clary. <laughs> They're like, she doesn't know that her father is Valentine, but we know this. she has this memory inside herself. Well, okay, maybe what it is, huh? So maybe, okay. I think I don't know the because I'm trying to think of a way that, way that would work. Um... Okay, so if she if she repressed that memory not through magic, or as you know, I said, um, Jocelyn said in the first episode, the walls are breaking down; her memories are returning. Mm, so she so just, this one returned naturally. Yeah, so she's not remembering her remem her memories. <laughs> so in that moment, she was thinking, "I don't know why this is happening," and the sword was like, "The, the hell I, you don't! <laughs> I know why this is happening. Your your Valentine's daughter." <laughs> And I can only which, assume- which would be why she got a little bit cut is because the sword was like, yes, you, you do. do no, what the heck? don't lie to me. I'm a sword. Now, I will say that's also not how the sword works. You just hold it and it gets heavier and heavier and bites into your hands. So I'm not sure why it was floating because <laughs> it's cool. Drama, not logic. It's cool.
Hey, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Till this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic just wanted to take its best friend slash girlfriend home because it could s- protect her from demons by the s- power of its heart and Google not stomach and Google <laughs> and Google and Google. I did, and I mean, we already know how I feel about the sword, <laughs> so it's not going to be the sword. It's going to be Magnus just deciding to send all the warlocks to somewhere <laughs> we're getting them out of the city could, i mean i guess if he doesn't know that valentine can apparently move between chernobyl and new york at any time i just like i feel like the sense we've gotten from magnus is that he's like pretty powerful and pretty wise like he knows it's bad to repress your daughter's memories <laughs> so i don't know why he's making this foolhardy choice yeah yeah i mean the, the the problem is, that it's like I don't. We don't know how strong warlocks actually are. Like a shadow hunter felt confident enough to jump up behind one and grab him. Magnus though was able to like he seems very powerful. He was able to choke out a a circle member just by like. Magnus is the high warlock of Brooklyn. Yeah. So, Kevin, did you find a CW moment? I did, and mine is. <laughs> it, it goes beyond logic because I I don't get it. Like it must have been some sort of filmmaking mistake. Um, because so when Alec, not Alec, when Simon is like, wait, what's our ruins? Isabel, and get me wrong if I'm forgetting this, Isabel shows that, um, like the classic Shadowhunter rune up her arm, mm-hmm. but it's on her chest. She, she has it like in her, like, um, on her, uh, on her cleavage essentially. And then it's not on her arm anymore. Does she, or does she have two of them? If only I could remember exactly what that ruin means. It, it, it may be one that could be useful to have two of them. Does it move around? But like that is that that like when I say that that is the rune that's like the on yeah, like, the oh, shadow hunter, the shadow hunter rune, which is, it makes sense why it's the one they kind of wanted to show there. But that's not where hers is. You you see it through because she's always showing off that area. Um, you see it on her chest, and it's not on her arm. Man, I gotta pay more attention to the show so I know which one it but is. Because ha- if it's something like like a strength ruin, you can mm. move those like you can have more of them than just one. Yeah, but I mean, but I think the things I think I was looking later, and she actually does not have it on her arm. Like it's after it's not. There's a different rune on her arm. Oh, because like they can make their arm runes appear and disappear at will. It seems. <laughs> I guess that's where you put the temporary ones, which would make sense because it's easy to access. Yeah, I think I think the idea there is that she did it so she could show off what it is. And then when they go on the mission, she's like, "I actually need a speed one. I'm gonna put the speed one here." Maybe I, the thing is, like, I don't know. She always has it though, uh, in that one position. Like, I, I, I guess, do they all have that? I don't know. It's 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 the one I'm recognizing is the it's the room that's the most important one you see everywhere. Well, let me tell you something, Kevin. Mm-hmm. We will see Jace with no shirt on. I am sure at future times in the show, and we will look to see if he has that room there <laughs> on his chest. I will right, we'll investigate that that boy's body. Oh, <laughs> he's a full grown man. They are all full grown adults. Yeah, they Cla- make a very specific point of telling us that numerous yeah, times. Clary is eighteen. What a joyous day. What a happy birthday. Best 18th birthday Best ever. Best 18th birthday ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, City of Bones is actually on uh, Netflix. Um, she's 16 in that. She's 16 in the books, too. Okay, so they aged her up. Yeah. You know what? That's not a terrible choice. It's not a the show. worst choice. In a show where you're showing them all the time, uh, that's a lot more. I feel a lot more fine with well, that. And the thing with the books is, like, I feel like in a book, time can pass more slowly than it can on a TV show. Mm-hmm. Like, three years can pass in a book very easily, whereas in a TV show, you're like, "Mm, time kind of feels real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well, that was 
Shadow Hunters, episode two. This episode was maybe slightly more clunky than the pilot. But yeah. Man, there are some cool things coming, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see, you know, Simon just constantly getting damsel and distressed. And I'm excited that Raphael is here. Uh, the night children. Mm. The night children. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll check up on that next week. But until then. So if you guys are excited about Shadowhunters, let us know. Hit us up on the social media, Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And please, while we live in this strange world, while we in Riverdale are on a break, please give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcasts or whatever your podcaster of choice is. Yeah. Uh, you can also check out my books. They're all available on KevinWeirdBooks.com. I've mentioned them a bunch by this point, but, you know, you Feel like feel like reading a book. As I said earlier, books are stupid. However, you should not read books. But if you do <laughs> you read, not books, read books, read Kevin's books. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. How will they get Simon back? What is Luke hiding? Are we going to have another show with timeline problems? That's just all this more on the next episode of Miss Jail Stars and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? 